you go into your shower feeling tired. But as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later, because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day and smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. Whether you're a savvy spender maximizing your savings with cashback rewards, a thrifty rate watcher seeking the lowest interest, or a travel enthusiast looking for extraordinary perks, Kemba Financial Credit Union has a visa to complement your lifestyle and unique needs. Apply today at Kemba.org to unlock a limited-time 2% cashback on purchases and pay 0% interest on balance transfers for an entire year with a new visa from Kemba. You deserve a card that works for you. Restrictions apply. Offer ends June 30th, 2024. They can't do three hours of TV in the NFL offseason, they said. Well, good morning football here, doing three hours of TV every day and a podcast every week because the three hours isn't enough. Kay Adams here. We got Nate Burleson. Hi, Nate. Hey, what's up, Kay? How you oh, doing? hi. How you doing? Hey, hey. Hey. Peter Schrager, hi. Hey, Kay. What's going on? Not much. Brant. Kay, it's the number one question we got for the whole season. Are you guys going to be on in the offseason? And then the follow-up question, what are you going to talk about? Mm. And we're like, it's a great question. We're wondering that ourselves, and here we are. So we've been, this is only the second day back, so maybe yeah. I shouldn't be saying this, but we had a week of vacation. I feel pretty good about what the season, off-season is going to look like. There it, is a lot to talk about. It, it feels like summer school a little bit, where there's not the pressure of, okay, we've got, it's kind of like loosey-goosey. It's still school, but it's almost like we can talk in. Yeah, they let you work in groups. You know, you <laughs> yeah. put your desk together. It's a little lax. A lot of hypotheticals. Collaborative, collaborative effort on yeah. the test. You yeah. know, group test. Wait, open. so you maybe went summer snacks. school? Maybe snacks. Maybe was it was it voluntary summer, or were you trying to school. with Mark Harmon? No, no, Mark Harmon. <laughs> the guy was in the bathroom the entire time. Um, no, I did summer school. Did you? Yeah, high school. High school. Really? Okay, you did it. And like college, to get ahead. I had to get residency in Missouri so I could pay less. So I did that there. So, so I had to do oh. summer school. But I also did in high school. I did like the classes I didn't want, like chemistry. Got you. So I could just did take one summer. class. Yeah, yeah. I've done oh, that. That was good. Smart. I like summer school. I feel you. All right, so we are here. We had a week of vacation, and we all went to beaches, respectively. I went to St. Lucia, mm-hmm. had an incredible time. Um, go ahead, Nate. No, hold on. <laughs> yeah. whoa, 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 no, tell whoa, us whoa, about whoa, your trip. Don't you do that. <laughs> uh, it was honestly very relaxing. I don't want to talk about it. It was wonderful. I am back. We have to you talk about it. You don't have to go into details, but how long were you there? What, I was what was there the boom like? from Sunday till, oh gosh, till Sunday. Sunday, Sunday to Sunday? To, That's no, a long Sunday to, vacation. Sunday to Friday. Sunday to Friday. Sorry, yeah. All right, so about five days, Kate. Do the math. Six, how, six, six days. How many drinks do you think you had? 
There's six days. It was unbelievable. I don't know how people drink. Is it like, like forty? <laughs> Travel with family, friends. Sixteen friends and met. Pe- I, I met so many people. Yeah. When you're on vacation, it's so great because even if you go somewhere like by yourself for a minute to like read a book or catch up or like take a walk by yourself, mm-hmm. you're so open to meeting people because you're just in that state of mind. Yeah. That like I feel like I met people that I'm going to be friends with for a, like forever they, because yeah. they're it's just that vibe. A stranger's just a friend you haven't met yet. That's oh, exactly yeah. what, it That's what it is. Michael Buble sang about that. <laughs> well said. Trigger, what'd you do? Went down to Florida with my wife for a couple of days. It was great. We were in Miami. But more importantly, over the weekend, we did a photo shoot with our newborn Mel, a three-month-old. I saw him. They we had great. a professional photo shoot, which was something I was kind of against. I was like, it's a little weird, and I don't want to pose. And then he was so well-behaved and you guys so had the great. all-white on. All-white. I mean, like, pure. Uh, <laughs> he was so great. He's a little angel. And, you know, I'm really proud of him. He, he hung in there for two hours without wailing, and that was a, that was a major accomplishment. You know what I was impressed by is that great typically, so typically with those, the photo you end up picking – the wife looks amazing. The baby's looking right at the camera, sort of a smile, and you look like dog crap. But you don't. Normally, the dad looks terrible because you know, just funny. the wife picks it. The whole thing was like, I'm like Erica, my wife. I said, "Do I need to like? Do we need to like dress?" Qu-? I don't know. All I see is the cheesiest photos on Facebook yeah, of the sure. guy wearing the same like flannel as the kid, and like, look, I'm like, I don't want to. She's like, just wear white. I'm like, that's kind of weird too. Like, Peter, welcome like, to parenthood from this the heavens. Cute. So we did it, and I had like <laughs> one. It's kind of angelic. Yeah, like I had one white button down, and I wore it with blue jeans. And uh-huh. it was the most like basic. And I was it looked so good. At what it point, do, when you guys have kids, do you decide in the newborn stage to go go for the photo shoot? Like, is it when the wife's like, I'm feeling fresh, yeah, I'm feeling great? That's what Erica wanted because she was like, a lot of people do it the, the week of. I would be get like, that. get out of my face. That's I'm what not she was doing saying. that. You know what the call to order is in our family? It's it's that first holiday card. Like, we got to get right. that out. We got to let everyone see. And it is, you got your marching orders. You got to be here in this clothes. So that's what it is. So it's not like a certain, like, oh, he's five months old now, no. he's three months old. For us, it was when the neck. Uh, got strong because the Very babies sure. have the weakest necks, and if you're trying to take a picture, they're sitting there looking like a bobblehead, and yeah. they can't focus on the camera. So once they're able to like hold their neck straight so, and focus ahead, pictures always turn out. We did good. two hours, it's two crazy. hours, and every That's every awesome, photograph man. we'd had was just on my phone or something. So it was like crazy to see the three of us together. So that is really hot take stuff, really satiating for the NFL audience. But <laughs> that was my big week, and I was I was I had, we had a good time doing it. You did. Well, I think Kyle and I can't wait to babysit because we're going to show him Star Wars immediately. We can't wait to have you babysit. Okay, I'm glad you brought that up. Let's just get right to it. So one of my favorite moments so far in this very young week was uh, yesterday on the Monday show, first week back. And Kay, somehow we got into talking about Star Wars. You're talking about the Raiders, and you compare them to Empire Strikes Back. Back. Yeah. And Peter piped up very proudly... To say that he's never seen a Star Wars movie, right? Yeah, you're so controlled. Then he so, goes deeper and say anything sci-fi. I've never seen it. Lord of the Rings. I've never seen Game of Thrones. Harry Potter. Potter. And then Will yeah. Selva, our newsman, jumps in astutely and says, "Well, now you got Mel. Just wait. You're going to be watching." He goes, no, "No, no, no. My son's not going to be asking about some dragon from Narnia. We're going to be watching Game Tape and the Cover Three with a robber." Peter, you're very proud that you haven't seen Star Wars. It's counterculture. You like being that guy who says, "I don't watch TV or I'm not on social media." You feel good about that, don't you? I don't go to Soul Cycle. I go to Flywheel. Yeah, yeah. always the alternative. Uh, you know, oh, everyone. My Facebook page uh, this this week was just pictures of kids from high school who saw the Red Hot Chili Peppers in concert. Like that's not something I would ever do. Like, but this, these are better than Chili Peppers. Do you know Star Wars, right? Like, it's I would never a, see the Chili Peppers. It's a society. I, I would go for a free concert, but I'm not paying money to for sit in the what bleachers to see the Chili Peppers. Like, every single kid in my high school at age 35 went and saw. I, that, that's what I'm saying. I'm not into that stuff. I'm into so Star Wars. Everyone telling me it's you know you need to see it, you need to. It's like the show The Wire. The more you tell me I'm, I have to see it, the more I'm less gonna see it. It's an it. educational experience. Yeah, go screw yourself. So let me ask you this. How this about I'll read a book? 
This is my favorite stuff of the week. Star Wars is such a big part of society. You must See know some of it. Oh, it's like the guy from The Wire. You must know some stuff from Star Wars, right? Yeah. Like Lando Carissian. Do you know what kind of animal Chewbacca is? Yeah, he's a megalomoid. <laughs> what, color, what color lightsaber does Darth Vader have? Pink. No, I don't even know. It's what, red. Is it red? Of course. I, I would have to think about Luke, that. Luke, I am your father. James Earl Jones, the whole deal. And then there's so a bunch you know of, some stuff. I've seen right? Spaceballs a million times. Wait, have you never seen like the X-Men movies? No. That's good. You haven't seen any of that? I saw Hitchcock. Hitchcock? Did you see Deadpool? Or Hancock? I didn't see that. I saw Hancock. Hitchcock <laughs> is the director. The, the birds. <laughs> Hancock is with Will Smith. I did not right? see Deadpool. I watched five minutes of Deadpool. I watched five minutes of Ant-Man on a plane once. Oh, I said, no. get this crap off my screen. <laughs> Ant-Man. But you love Big Bang Theory. <laughs> yeah, because it's hilarious. Yeah, so that's like the most watched television program ever. That's completely not. That's conformist. But at, it's realistic. It's best. I know. The fact that everyone rolls their eyes at Big Bang and, me. and Two and a Half Men, and now Two Broke Girls, I'm really into. Ugh. Hey, really, they live in Greenpoint. Love they them. are they are funny girls, and that show is very well written. <laughs> I know why you like that you show. There's like two really big reasons you like that lady. show. I'm not into that cat Dennis <laughs> yes, Kyle. You are two gigantic. What, that's not what I'm talking about. How do you know that's what oh I mean? My you sound like an old lady. They are funny girls. They are funny girls. <laughs> they are, they you know they run a cake shop. The whole thing. So cupcakes, right? Cupcakes, yeah. And the, the, the I've caught it. The scene in the diner. It's hilarious. It's got great. Cake. Anyway, what I'm saying is because. Every Everyone rolls their eyes at them. Is more likely that I'm gonna like it now. Do you like Lena Dunham? That's a classic example of something that I watch every week, girls. But I can't on record say I like because it's so counter. It's so indie. Like that. That's just not me. And you are so cool if you watch girls. Yeah, I mean, that, Peter. It's funny that you're you're into that. But they went then, to Poughkeepsie this week. Yeah, the two broke it. girls and all that. Like there's those fast food sitcoms. Like yes. that stuff drives me crazy. That to me is the Lord of the Rings. Oh, I hate it. I watched I hate it. it. Desi has an oxy addiction. It's wild. That was crazy. We even talked it, about it. They've they, been married for a year and they got divorced. And she didn't even know how, that's the how self-involved she is. Let's all welcome right. to the off season. Uh, let's get to your vacation because this is what we. This is the this is the big deal, and you guys want to stay tuned to this because basically Peter and I are nonconformists and we went against the grain, and I went to the West Indies. And he went down to Miami, and uh, everyone else hung out together. Yeah, this one blew my mind. So you guys went on vacation separately, but were at the same hotel resort for a week. Yeah, for uh, for we were there, and not only that, but uh, also Stephanie, who was on our staff here at Good Morning Football, was there as well. And she yep. sort of put this together, I, I mastermind the whole thing. Okay. So she basically Nate. I mean, she she had a, she had a hookup. She had, she had an, the hookup. Yeah, she the, the very nice resort will get you there. For kind of casually of brought it up to our wives, and I don't know about your family, but. In my family, Toya, my wife, is the planner. So she started asking me, where do you want to go? I was like, I just want to get away. So once she started planning, I just, you know, booked tickets, packed the bags, and I show up yeah, I have a weird to feeling, Grand Cayman. I have a weird feeling that Kyle is not the planner in his family. <laughs> no, I'm going to go ahead and guess you know. it. I'm going to go ahead and guess it's Brooke. You know, but Nate, Nate, such a, Nate is such a networker and such a social butterfly. <laughs> we walked to the resort, and the question leading into this trip was Are you I, on the same flight? No, 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 no. no, no. no different but there was like, we were like, are we going to run into each other? Are we right. going to see each other? How big is this resort? I've never been there. Did I you walk Google in, it? Like how many rooms? A little bit. We walk in, we check I call in. call immediately. Within, within 60 seconds of us walking in the hotel room, I see Nate from behind. I know it's Nate. He's talking to all these people I don't know. And he's like, hey, this is Sherry from Kansas City. She's a big fan. This is Tom from Denver. He watched the show all the he time. He did a slideshow on Good Morning Football this yeah. morning. Yeah, and then he's like, oh, crazy. yesterday I met this guy. He's a billionaire and he's at the bar. And like, Nate, you were just working it, man. Like, I do get away from all all that, but yeah, you're well, into it. it, it well, I, I get really excited when people walk up to me and they talk about the show just because for me, this is like the, the proud baby of all of us. You know, we started this at the same time and this was really new. Like, I remember our first week, it was like 30,000 people were watching us. Yeah. And for people to be on vacation or across seas, different places, and we're international on a vacation and they're walking up to me, 
Like, it blew me away. So, yeah, I was excited. KB walks in with the family, the mom. <laughs> the, no, the funniest part, Nate. I'm sorry. I'll have one of his kids on a leash. No, no the funniest part <laughs> is that Nate will be talking to these diehard Good Morning Football fans, and I'll walk up, and he'll be like, look who's here. And they're like, who the hell is this guy? <laughs> you know really? Kyle. Kyle Brent. And they're like, hi. He's <laughs> winking hard at them. Just yeah, me. And they take it. a picture, and they're like, could you take the picture of me and Nate? <laughs> Unbelievable. And so then to top it off, Nate. Nate, that is amazing. So it's me and Nate, Stephanie. It's this whole Good Morning Football convention. We know those are people here. Were you wearing lanyards? <sighs> no, we should have been though. So we, the Brandt family, which is the three-year-old, the six-month-old, and the wife, we go down. We're going to the beach, and to go to the beach with the kids, it, it is so. It's like uh, breathing down the gates of hell. There's so much <laughs> equipment. We got sand toys, and you know the the sun lotion. You bring them with everywhere. you. You buy them there. You buy them there, and because the, bought sand toys there. We couldn't pack them. We didn't have room because we had to bring the sounds, breast pump and the diapers and all the, the backup breast pump and the manual the breast, breast, breast pump. The breast pump. <laughs> yeah, all that stuff. Yeah. It's very hot. Uh, so we finally get out on the beach. Breast pump sound effect by you, Shrigs. That's it. It's like it. it's like a dairy farm. It it's is really, really is. incredible. It's so crazy. finally we get out there, and I got one kid here and a baby here, and I'm like, I'm on vacation. <laughs> I'm so pissed off already. We haven't even gotten on the beach yet. And I'm here with people from work, but I like them. That's cool. I walk out. The second my foot hits the sand, I hear someone go, wait, is that Kyle Brandt? That guy's rad. And I'm like, <laughs> There's one guy I know in this world who has a joke with me about Rad, and he's former Jets or former, excuse me, former Giants center Sean O'Hara, who is I also you were part say of the Ian show. Rappaport. I wish it was. No, I love Sean. <laughs> Sean O'Hara is there completely yeah. by who is probably the most frequent guest on our show. He's like the the, the sitcom guy and lives next door. <laughs> yeah, yeah. His, his family, family is so attractive. She's amazing, but it was just they kept coming out of the woodwork. I thought Rap Sheet was going to be there. Seriously. I thought Selva was going to be there. Seriously. Charlie Casserly. They were falling out of the walls. <laughs> it was everybody. It was everybody. Selva could have been a good bartender. I think so too. It was fun. Um, we had great but drinks. Nate was incredible. Yeah. We had a, we had a couple shots nights. Yeah. We had that type of stuff. Well, so one of these deals where hey Nate, are you, are you guys going to dinner? We'll meet you at six o'clock. Or was kind of you guys did your own thing. Well, we we linked up one night and just had drinks afterwards. We we were bound to run into each other even if we didn't plan it. So we saw each other a few times a day. Uh, it was a great trip though. But getting back to that bar situation, like there was fans that came up to me and and kind of introduced themselves. But there was a guy who uh, was sitting at the bar and he said, hey. I like your watch. And I had on an Invicta watch that I got on sale somewhere. So, like, me versus them, like, now I just tell people, hey, it's, it's an Invicta. I got it on sale because uh, I'm proud of You know, I find a good deal. Not that I don't have expensive watches, but I just, like, at this point, I don't really care about what I wear. I wear it because I really want to wear something specific that day. Versus 10 years ago, I probably would have said what watch it was and how expensive it was. So If Invicta's listening, send yes, watches. Yeah, exactly. Send it to all of us. So I, I think the guy was kind of caught off guard, like, why would he say that? But I, it's just me now. So then I'm walking away. I'm like, hey, you're the watch guy. He's like, yeah, you, you weren't talking to anybody, so I just wanted to say what's up. You and your wife were kind of over there all alone. And I was like, no, we weren't alone. We are just having drinks. We're about to go back to the room and then come back out for the beach. So as I'm talking to this older gentleman, I notice he has one arm. So now I'm staring at this arm, just fixated, like, I want to hear the story about this arm. And as we're talking about life and drinks and vacation. Wait, talking about life and drinks and vacation from, from hey, how's your watch? How'd yeah, you well, that? we're tipsy. So, you okay, know, guys got one arm, meanwhile. Social oh, butterfly, you know, I just get yeah. to talking. And then a fan comes up. Hey, can we get a picture? I pause for a picture. He's like, what do you do? And I'm like, ah, oh, nothing. I used to do one thing, and now I do another thing that's on TV. I downplay it. Another fan comes up. Hey, I really love a picture. You know, I'm a big fan. and watch you every day. So he's like, wait a minute. Are you like a rock star? Like, what do you do? So now I couldn't really deny it. I'm like, well, I used to play football, and now I'm on TV. So we start talking about – then he gets – Yeah, I, yeah, I played baseball with the Foo Fighters. Lenny Kravitz, that's me. Hootie and the Blowfish. So then he's Basis, like, he's no like you know what? Uh, 
I got to tell you about business and life, man. You know, when you when you first get money, you don't need to spend money, and you know, you don't need the big house, the big car, and the jewelry. Sounds like and he's it, talking down to you. Yeah, yeah, he's talking. And I'm like, you know, I'm listening because I've learned to respect my elders. He's an older gentleman, so I'm kind of listening. But at that point, I realize he does something that I'm interested in knowing about, but I don't ask the question, so I'm just listening. And he's like, you know, you're probably thinking, you know, why the hell is this old guy telling me? So I was like, not really, but I'm interested if you want to tell me. He's like, and I, and I was like, I'm also interested in that arm. He's like, oh, I was born with that. I grew up in New York with nothing. Family just kind of made our way. And right now I run one of the most successful businesses, you know, in the States. And I'm like, well, what is it? He's like, well, put it like this. On the Forbes list, our family is 139. Um, yeah, you know, I have yeah, one thirty nine, very specific number. <laughs> so we get to talking. Modest. He shares a few more notes and gems about what you does know, he do, Nate? He runs like food and services. Uh, it's the Mains family. So David Mains, Kenny Mains, David from Mains. ESPN. Yes, yeah. Mains. yeah. Right. Kenny Mains comes from money. So yeah. I was looking at it. And it's like they make I want to say four billion annually. Ooh, um, yeah. Ooh, that's, that's real right. money. So we start talking, and he was. Cool as a fan. We exchange numbers, exchange information. So it's just crazy how over a couple drinks, nah. casual conversation. Did, did Stephanie, our producer, get him the reduced rate? <laughs> Nate, <laughs> that's a good question. He doesn't need it. Nate's at the bar talking to billionaires. I'm up screaming at the housekeeping lady to come back later. <laughs> come, come back. Do not walk in the room. Come back. We need more towels. That was my conversation. So, yeah, it's crazy. But that's we cool. had a good time. Is he going to come by the show? I'm going to try to get him to come. I'm going to try to get him to buy the show. So we <laughs> oh, yeah, right. Exactly. Yeah. Sponsor us a little bit, but like Kay, I know unbelievable. It's weird, but you know, uh, just like the, I know, you were talking about it too. You run into people. Yeah, but you and I yeah. are, could not be more opposite when it comes to this. The fact that you're inviting to people, like I got to this beautiful resort. I wanted to think about nothing, nothing with football for a week. I get Amen. in, and then the, the the they call them butlers. I don't I think that's outrageous. <laughs> that that's outrageous. what they call them. I just though. picture Clue. It's, yeah. Tim it's so weird. I had, we I had like a villa really up high. So so we put our stuff down. The, he comes to the door. I open it. And he comes in and he's like, you know, hi, how are you? Whatever. Like, doesn't he doesn't know my name or whatever. And then within five within less than five five minutes, it took this, this man Gus in St. Lucia. I call him the mayor of the 800s. He's amazing. <laughs> to talk to me about how much he loves Nate Burleson. And kept going on and on about I love Nate Burleson. What am I doing? And he watches our show on the app. See, that blows me away. Every day. It blows me away. But I, but where you're like, let's take a picture. I'm like, oh, my God. I'm in my bikini. <laughs> I'm in my like on my deck in my plunge pool. Like, why? You're in like two Ooh, feet away from me. Pool. I'm half naked. Get out of my place. Like, I'm like, so. Yeah, that's probably like, half the reason why I didn't want to leave. But it's You know what I'm saying? Like, it's a, it's a oh, different. Wait, you got a pool in your. Villa? Yeah. No, she didn't say pool. They said plunge pool. <laughs> what is going on? That's a great little thing, I don't thing, understand. Man. It was awesome. Listen, yeah, I love I a plunge pool. I need to see pool. pictures of this room. It's all, it was so it, awesome. Oh, it's not a room, by the way. It's no room. There's several rooms within this uh, domicile. Yes. So listen, who drank the most out of you You and Sean O'Hara? Oh, man. Oh, me and Sean O'Hara. I thought you were going to ask Nate, because that's not even close. What I love about you, Nate, <laughs> Nate some, people, some people have a tell when they've been drinking, and some people you can't tell. You know, people get flushed yeah. or something like that. You gotta tell, man. Those eyes, those eyes go at half mast, and oh, you get so happy. They get low and it, they, they get glossy, get real low and slow. Yeah. But uh, O'Hara, like, look, O'Hara is two and a half bills at least, and he's doing that day drinking with a bucket of beers. They had this uh, just beer. knocking them down. K Brew was their Cayman yeah. beer down there. Was like their whatever their Budweiser, and he just says one after another after yeah. another. Do you go recognize Sean O'Hara? You think because he like stands out. He's, he does. Stri- he's striking. Striking man, beautiful family, big guy. But uh, no, I think they're all about Burleson. I didn't see him. Sean O'Hare get recognized. I'm sorry, Sean. Yeah, he's a big guy. He fits in though because he's, he's he just has this smile about him, his way about him. So he almost the way he was 
like enjoying himself. You know, he kind of looked like he was a local down there, man. He was, <laughs> and part of me wanted to get him it. drunk and be like, "So, Sean, man, tell me some Eli stories. Tell me about Plexico. Oh, tell yeah. me about that." And I know did. he would have, but should have like, conspired to do that. that yeah, been good. and then I would just tell him all right here. I'm not going to do that. <laughs> we didn't get into that really, but we were just with the kids. I all love night. you guys, but it would be my nightmare to be on a vacation where I run into you guys every three seconds. And it Peter? happened a lot. Yeah, it's not my thing either. I think when we're off from the show, I like a little church and state. But I love you guys, and I love you as much. But I don't know about vacation. That really is. Hey, a it's lot. a tasty discount though, Peter. It's a nice I mean, resort. How great was it? Ninety nine dollars. How much were these rooms? No, it was a lot. Was it a good discount? It was incredible. It was a really good discount. Oh, see. Yeah, it's an incredible discount. I mean, look, here's the thing, though. Like, we didn't we have didn't, no I'm gonna be pool. asymmetrical and go this weekend. And oh, we didn't go. That's asymmetrical. And we didn't. We didn't like one thing. We did well. We didn't plan on seeing each other. Like, if I saw him, I saw him. And most of the time, we saw each other. We just ran into each other. It wasn't like meet you here at six. It was like, oh, you're here too. Let's get a drink. Like, you know, that's I how would it was. love yes. seeing you guys on vacation. We'd have a blast. I'm just being sarcastic, but I wouldn't plan it. No, Obviously. we didn't plan it. It's fine. No. Just bumping into you each didn't. other. Well, you guys didn't even know each other were going for a long time. Anyway, uh, Elizabeth Monte, we're back, obviously. Football. We're going to be there on NFL Network for three hours every morning, guys. So wake up with us. We're not only going to talk NFL. We will not only talk beach vacation stories. We will talk <laughs> other things that are going on, some NBA. I know Nate wants to get into that. 100%. Some fashion. We're going to do – I think we're going to do like a bracket for uh, Toe Drag Swag. swag. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we're excited talk about, about that? Everything. We're talking about music, fashion, movies. Um, this is a true morning show. You know, we're, we're here to talk football. This is the NFL Network, but this is just like any other morning show you tune into. We want to give you everything that's going on. So this is the destination for all. And the big story has to be Tony Romo, right? Tony Romo's what we're going to be talking about day in, day out. And with good reason, because there's so many different angles of what they can do. And there's a lot of time before they can really make a decision, right, Peter? Yeah, and that's why it's an interesting thing. We were taking the piss out of it today on the show, saying, oh, we saw Tony Romo on an elephant. But that was really something. <laughs> yeah, it was <laughs> Well, the show. Anyway, I mean, it's like. A, I still can't believe it happened. Go he's on. on the Cowboys now. Okay. So you've got this whole aspect of he's a backup quarterback. B, he makes a lot of money. C, they'd have to trade him or they can cut him. So, like, there's all these different stages before he ends up on another team. And then once he's finally available to go to another team, then it's what team? So there's all these different layers. And really isn't. I think Peyton Manning was the last one where there was sort of this kind of sweepstakes feel to it where it's like, mm-hmm. where's he going to end up? And. At that time, Denver was not even in the conversation, which makes this Romo thing kind of interesting that we're hearing Kansas City or Houston or even Denver, but there's always that wild card team. So to me, the Romo thing, because of his legacy and what his career is and how good the Cowboys were without him in the lineup, mm-hmm. makes it so yeah. much more dynamic because it's almost like addition by subtraction this year with Dak playing so much better. But let me throw this out there. You know, you talk about Peyton Manning, and we all know that situation and how it played out. But leading up to that, like this period right now that Tony Romo was in, I feel like Tony Romo is more appealing for teams. And I say that for this reason. Yeah, I get it. Peyton Manning's a legend. Broke all the records. Uh, you know, Super Bowl, he has two of them. He only had one at this point before he went to Denver, correct? Uh, but we didn't know if he was healthy. He spent that offseason healing up, and mm-hmm. we were thinking to ourselves, what? No, he, he, missed, a, he missed a whole year That's first. what I'm saying. We're, scar we're saying, neck. like, the guy with the fuse, like, he had a, something fused in his There's no way he's playing again. We don't have that same type of curiosity about Romo because of that last drive. Mm. He went in there and played. Wait, you didn't even want to see that drive. I didn't want to see that drive. It was a nice little sample, wasn't nice it? Nice little sample. It's but nice. guess what? I think when you're looking at the board, which is, is he still on the team? Is he healthy? Are they going to restructure? Can we trade him? Is he going to get released? The relationship with Jones? All these different things. The biggest one on that board is, is he healthy? Now you can start the conversation about the rest of this. So that's, that's why for me right now, even though Peyton Manning is a legend, 
I was so concerned about Peyton Manning's neck for some reason. I right. thought, there's no way this guy's going to sign. We would always be like, Peyton, how's that first hit going to be? You know, he got asked about that all the time. Yeah. He goes direct TV. And it's the same thing with Romo, but sure. one thing we do know is right now he will get paid as a guy who is healthy. Does Romo mm-hmm. want to leave Dallas? Yes. I think it must be the starter he can't in Dallas. Be the, yeah. So we're, we can agree. Yeah. We can all agree he yeah. does not want to stay yeah. in Dallas. I think when he gave that speech that, okay. with that letter, so, he wants to compete. Which was great. You were making a lot of the relationship between Tony Romo and Jerry Jones. I sort of disagree with yeah, you in the fact that I'm. It's business, and I don't. Care. You're like, absolutely right, it's and, and it's more from the Jerry Jones side to the Romo when I talk like that. That Jerry loves Tony. That's a fact. But you're right, Kay. It's a business, and for Tony's own good, it, it doesn't have to worry about good feelings. And is I, there a way, no matter how, and all those different angles that we've talked about, is there a way that they that they strain their relationship at the end of this? That's what I think everyone's trying to avoid. But of course, there's a way. Of course, there's a way. But I don't think it would happen. I don't think it will happen either. And I he think, ends up on the Redskins. Yeah, like that's the only thing. If like they, it can go both ways. It can be even then they screw him over and they trade him to Cleveland yeah. or the Jets, and he doesn't want to go there. Mm-hmm. Or the other way, he's a free agent and he says, "You have my word, I'm not going to go to a contender." Then he ends up or an NFC rival, and he ends up being the quarterback of the Redskins next year. Like they trade him to Cleveland, he's retiring, right? I mean, Tony Romo on a play. Remember, for remember like, when Jake Plummer was traded to Tampa and he was yes. like, "I'm going to retire. I'll eat fifty million dollars," and he did. He <laughs> retired. Handball he's for like, a I don't care. I'm not going to Tampa. So. It wasn't fifty, was it? Oh yeah, it was up there. I think it was. Jake Plummer's a different kind of guy, but I think this Tony Romo thing has been interesting, and I'm guilty of this myself. I feel like it's been the greatest thing for his reputation getting talked about like this. Because let's think about this. He's hurt a lot. We know mm-hmm. that. Nate, you covered that. But also, like, he has this reputation. He hasn't won much in the playoffs at all. He's not clutch. Well, even that. that was like, like the what title. He got a, yeah, he's got a couple playoff like, wins. No and big wins. No. Like, and all of us yeah. are, you know, myself included, we're like, they can get him and then they can get to the Super Bowl. And, you know, Houston can get him or Denver can get him. There's and always the somebody else that, yeah, there's always somebody else That's that. That's not that Tony they, Romo. Yeah, it's no, never right. been. Like, we give him so much credit, like he's Tom Brady or something like that. And I like him as a guy and I like him as a quarterback. That 2014 season. Yeah. I mean, it was great. In the conversation since then, you're right. It's kind of overshadowed the perception of who we thought he was. Yeah, he lost to Green Bay. Too bad. Like, Tony Romo is hardly some playoffs-tested warrior who's going to get you to the Super Bowl. He could easily go and fall on his face. Why do we all love Tony Romo? I think he's the best available. I think he's the best uh, I think it's when you're the Dallas Cowboys quarterback for a decade. He's very famous. You are a famous. You are one of the top 100 most famous people in the world. But Peter, don't you think like we're kind of overhyping and him? And he's so likable. And he's great. Very likable. Great guy. Great dude. I'd want him to be in my poker that game, my golf on the sideline. You got a rookie out there taking your job great and you're dude. smiling nonstop. I'm telling you, I said this on the air on Monday and I didn't get much pushback, but I am telling you, if he wanted to work for Fox, NBC, CBS, NFL Network, or ESPN tomorrow, they would give him a seat at either their main table or in the booth. It's, mm-hmm. He's that famous a celebrity, that well-liked a guy. Wins or not, when you are the quarterback of the Dallas Cowboys for more than a decade, you are in rarefied air. You are in LeBron James category. Yeah. You are America's team. You're on TV every weekend. Win or lose. If you can sustain that, that is mega, mega celebrity. So say he goes to, what do we say, Houston? Yeah, is it like... Joe Montana going to the Chiefs a little bit. It's like this like secondary market compared to the one that he was in. Uh, but the Texans are getting – that's the biggest storyline going into next year to I me. was thinking about when you said that yesterday. Because I, I know you, of all people, truly have a love and affection for sports broadcasting. Yeah. You look at guys like Jim Nance and Phil Simms. And you love yeah, them. Yeah, yeah. It's great. But I wonder, like, Nate, like as a player – even if he was up there doing the CBS pregame show, or five, that's not the juice of being in the huddle or under the center not like at all. I don't think anything can replace that, right? No. I mean, at that job to him, no. it's exciting to us, and it's a great opportunity from him. But from going to Dallas Cowboys to doing a pregame show with Shannon well, We've got Sharp a guy right here. Nate Burleson had offers while he was playing. Right. But it, here's the thing, though. I, I think when I left, I was exhausted physically. 
even mentally, emotionally. Like, I feel like I gave everything to the game. You know, I make the analogy. It's, it's like a relationship. Like, she was good to me. I was good to her. But it's ran its course. And we both walked away mutually appreciating what was. Tony Romo, he still wants it. Unfinished so business. It's unfinished business. That's a great way to put it. So, yeah, he could, you know, find a replacement girl. But really, he's always going to be in love with the game because the relationship didn't end on his terms. So, so my point is... That being there, that is your side piece, right? Like right. that is there no matter that is his booty call. No right. matter what, mm-hmm. I can tell you there is a job that is safe. One hundred percent. You're not gonna hurt yourself, you're gonna get compensated, you'll be on TV so every week. Buys him time? I think it gives him leverage that like he doesn't need to go to the first suitor. He could say, He doesn't right, need I've to go to Cleveland options. Browns. I know I mean, we're dogging the Cleveland Browns, but he doesn't need to go to Buffalo. Yeah, like, one in fifteen, it's okay. Yeah. Like the, the NBC studio show might be more appealing than to be in the quarterback of the Cleveland Browns next year and mm-hmm. with no, no offensive right. line. Let me get back to what you talked about with Jerry Jones and Kay you asked, is it gonna strain a relationship with Jerry and the in the Cowboys organization? And I'll tell a little story briefly. So, you know, I played eleven years. I went ten years being the guy that never lost his position, always earned his money. It was either number one or number two. Um, and I never had to worry about being cut. Not that I felt complacent, but I didn't have to worry about being cut. And then I go into year 11, I get cut twice in one year. So my mindset going into a season or the following season where I knew I was under contract and it's a possibility I got cut first time in Detroit, just came off the broken arm, at 39 catches, around 400 yards, 500 yards. So I'm thinking to myself, yeah, they could bring me back, making a little over $3 million. But as a businessman, I don't think I would bring me back. I mean, yeah, if you add up the numbers, you know, in a whole season, I could possibly give you 80 catches and 1,000 yards. But if you look at the trend, I'm getting older, body's banged up, coming off a broken arm, it's most likely I'll get injured again, and then you're not getting the return on your investment. So as I'm thinking about all this, just replaying all these different scenarios in my mind, I get a call from Martin Mayhew, and he was like, Nate, you know, signed a five-year deal. We've been here for four years. You know we love you. The city loves you. We know how you feel about Detroit. And, you know, as soon as the phone rang, I knew what it was. And he said, you know, we're, we're going to go in a different direction. And I was like, look, it's all good. Then he went on to kind of speak a little bit more. And I said, you don't have to give me the young guy speech. I, like, I literally get it. I'm fine. Like, I'm going to come in there. I'm going to bring my playbook. I'm going to dap everybody up. I appreciate the opportunity. Like, I, I thought playing with Randy was special. Playing with Calvin in this kind of new era and helping bring Detroit back to relevance, like, that meant the world to me. And on top of that, like, pay me a lot of money. I, st- I don't care how big the check is or how small people think checks are in the NFL. You're playing a game that you fell in love with at recess. So, you know, I, I was in love with that game, and, and I, I was in love with how it went in Detroit. So then I left, thinking I should go on the TV. 11 years in, my agent calls, said, man, listen, Miami, Cleveland are interested. Like, you know what? I'm going to Miami. I'm going to spend this last year. And to be honest, I was halfway in, halfway out, just in my career. 12th year, I'll spend in the sunshine. Family gets to hang out in Miami, feet in the sand for a season. It's good. I went to Miami. I enjoyed the visit. Went to Cleveland. Visit sucked. It was raining. Just, I just felt like, oh, man, I'm back in the city with a cloud hanging over the city, metaphorically, but also the organization. And But in my head, I'm like, as a football team, I can play Josh Gordon. They, they got Hoyer. They got, they're hungry. Like, I like hungry teams that people dismiss. I'll sign there. So I signed there. There's a stipulation in my contract that regardless of what happened, I was going to make, you know, a quarter of the contract. So if you do the math, I'm supposed to make a million being a veteran. I walk away with a little over a quarter million dollars. I break my arm, re-break my arm, refracture it, tear my hamstring. Not a minor one, but a huge one. I missed three games in the preseason. Come back, 
limping my way through the fourth preseason game. I catch around four balls. Media comes in right after the game. They say, man, we're so glad that you caught them balls. I mean, you had a great camp, had a great summer. But we knew if you missed the whole preseason, it would be tough for you to make the team. But you're out there 80% limping around. You're still getting the ball. We're glad you're going to make the team. I said, ah, wait, 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 wait a minute. I'm not sure I'm going to make this team. What do you mean? Like, you did more in one game than guys have done all preseason. Yeah, but just got to think about it. Like, if I'm Ray Farmer, like, why would I keep a 33-year-old wide receiver that just got hurt twice in the last few months? Like, well, you kind of like pissing in your own cereal after this game. I'm like, no, I'm just being realistic. Go home, sitting in my apartment in Cleveland by myself. Phone rings. Trey Farmer. Hey, I want you to come on in. Bring your playbook. It's like, all right, cool. Come in. We're talking. Put the playbook down. He gives me the same speech. I say the same thing back to him. Bro, I get it. I get it. You don't have to explain nothing. He had young guys on his team. Josh Gordon, still on the fence whether he's going to play or not. Mm -hmm. Taylor Gabriel, who was in the Super Bowl. Willie Sneed was a monster out in New Orleans. Charles Johnson, who plays for Minnesota Vikings. Travis Benjamin, who's coming off injury. Andrew Hawkins, friend of the show. All these guys on the roster that are cheaper, faster, hungrier, mm-hmm. being honest. And he's like, look, man, I'm sorry, man. And He's like, you know what? I know you want to get up and you probably want to run the hell out of this facility because you're frustrated. Can I ask you one question about these young guys? Because we got a young group of guys, and I just, we're trying to figure out who to keep. I said, one question. I pulled up the seat. I said, we can stick around for as long as you want. Sat there in that office for an hour talking about each young guy, the strengths and weaknesses, where I see them and their skill set and how it fits into this team. So, you know, I bring it off full circle when you talk about the relationship being strained between player and organization. It depends on your mindset. And I feel like because of the awareness between Jerry and understand what Romo has done and meant to this team, not only as a player production, but also jersey sales and popularity. And Romo, with the Dallas Cowboys, being a starter for this team, what that does for him and his brand, even if Jerry said, hey, we got to cut that contract and we're going to ship you away, I think Romo's going to walk away saying, thank you, Dallas. I appreciate you, even though it might look ugly on the outside looking in. That, that Ray Farmer phone call, man. I mean, it's you know what it made me think of? You know you love movies. It made me think of Moneyball. When yeah. Brad Pitt tells Jonah Hill, just go talk to them. They're a professional. They'll understand. Tell them very cleanly, and they'll get it. And he goes uh, in and tells them. I yeah. don't think every player is like that. Yeah, I, don't think- I think that you you thinking out of the owner's perspective, That's a, I've got to think that that's rare. Well, it's – listen. Or, or learned being a veteran. Put like it's this. sort of crazy. Dude. There's a joke that Chris Watt tells about, you know, living in a big house. and He's like always has his backpacks by the door because, yeah. you know, the white people might come. And he's Take like, oh, I got to go. I knew he was on the way. <laughs> so it's – like, I felt like when I got in the league, I always had my bags packed because it, it was so hard to get in and it was so hard to stay in. Like, and I, I knew guys who grew up with that were better than me in high school, college. And I knew guys in the league that when I got in as a rookie were better than me. And then I ended up beating them out. Now, maybe it's my way of keeping myself humble and hungry, but I'm very appreciative. So, like, yeah, you're cutting me, but, like, I got away with the greatest fantasy in the world, playing football, like playing a kid's game. Mm-hmm. And getting paid handsomely for it. So if somebody says, man, you're not good enough anymore, we're going a different direction. Like, think about the positives. Think about what you, like, were able to take away. You also said in your 12th year you weren't as hungry. Exactly. So we've got a, say, Romo. We've got a Romo who's clearly very hungry. I think the four of us can agree with that. The four of us can also agree that he is not going to stay in Dallas, whether he's cut or whether he restructures, whether he gets traded, whether he's shipped off. It's looking like... 
Kansas City, which is super I, interesting. I, I don't know. I feel like if Peter King and Ian Rapport say it, everyone kind of runs with it. But I, 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 I remember being down this Peyton Manning thing. I remember this. If we're where looking at no one talk quarterback about hungry comp- comp- teams that are going to compete, it those are those. If it's the puzzle. Remember if Peyton was going to go with the Titans? Titans, yeah. Titans Dolphins. Oh, yeah. You know, he, he's from Texas if he stays in Texas and goes to Houston. Yep. How – they were just going to – what – Osweiler is like – I don't know. That's just we, like we a Ian on the show. And reports like, that he can get cut? No, and that's the thing. Osweiler? It's not reports what that he can get Like Ian was on our show so. and threw it out there and almost like a – well, you can always cut Osweiler. I'm like, whoa. If you cut Osweiler, you're saying that we made a – you know, we're eating $36, 70000000 million yeah. investment. Like, I don't know. If no, no, no. That's not what I was going to be said. We made the stupidest decision – Possibly in franchise history, it's like Boogie Cousins' decision. Like you just say it, like you, like you, that's how it is. You, no, no team wants to cut a guy that they just paid. Now a couple yeah. years down the line, you can make him an excuse. Or a year after, you just gave him on the biggest contract. Or if there's a new GM or a new coach, I mean, that's, that could that's easy. The thing. They yeah. say, well, that's not my. And guy. also, like, are they just gonna give Osweiler one year? That was it. They already know he can't play. He's done. It's not the future. He's not good. good. He can't get better. It's a he small sample size. Offense man. can't learn the offense a little bit more. Have you seen enough? Personally, yes. Really? Listen, I just think he just didn't have it. He didn't have any it. You know, and it didn't. You know what the worst part was, Nate? It didn't get better as the year went on. Like it wasn't like week fourteen, week fifteen. All right, he's clicking now. He's had months with with his receivers and everything. It just it was meanwhile, flat. And then Savage comes in and I he had a spark. Know. Meanwhile, though, this is a funny thing about Osweiler. Numbers weren't great. He didn't wow us. And you could say there's other reasons for this. Made the playoff. They win the playoff game. They won the division. Won the playoff game. Did it without JJ Watt? Mm-hmm. Yeah, they could have been twelve and four with JJ Watt. Bit, we don't it. know. But they did also with they did also without Brock too, though. If I'm Romo and I have that defense and I have JJ Watt coming back, I'm thinking it's I very would tempting. Love. And you're playing the Jaguars in that Rumble. division. Blake Borles looking the way he did last year. I think we year. just decided he's got to go. He's got to go to Houston. That's it. He's got it. Now, to me, the more interesting quarterbacks are Cousins and Garoppolo because both those guys are currently under contract with other teams. I agree with you. They're more interesting than Romo to me. And there's much more upside for me with both those guys. I think Romo's a two-year, three-year thing, if not That's just a one-year thing. I one series. At, I look at Cousins in that situation. We had Mike Garofalo on the show today, but like the Redskins will not put a ring on it. Uh, it. That sounds so corny, but it's no, that's like... That's a good way of putting it. They're, they sleeping, they're sleeping with them every night, yeah. and at no point are they like, hey, let's just let's just make it a known thing that you're ours. They a lot of headaches, if you're too. in a roller coaster relationship, <laughs> Peter, where it's up and down, and sometimes you don't know what you're going to get, you're going to get, we had the best date ever, and like it was amazing, we made out for 10 hours. 23-point comeback. Or we fought, and you went psycho on me, and like left the bar, and you know we're drunkenly knocking on my door. You, then, then yeah, then you don't yeah. put a ring on it. I think the Redskins are pretending they're sleeping a lot. You know, when you yeah, hear you know, all that, that move. That, the, the phone is calling. Oh, they're yeah. tired. No, oh, I'm God. talking about when you're right you're there sleeping, in the bed. Yeah, you're I'm sleeping. sleeping. <laughs> are you awake? <laughs> uh, uh, I, got a, I got a headache. Because it's interesting because I think I, you know, tomorrow Red, in the morning, if you yeah. take the poll on Redskins fans on Twitter, they all want to see the, the engagement ring. They all want to see the They're on Cousins. They're, They're like the relatives saying, hey, are, so what's the deal with you and, and Kirk? Are you guys going to get together? What, what's going on? It's been a couple years you now. Know right? I, 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 you know what? It's a nice boy. <laughs> it's, it's five years now you've been together. You might as well just, you know. The underlining storyline, and we've talked about it uh, on the show, is that it's really hard to find an elite quarterback in this league. Is he, and, though? No, here's the thing. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, you wouldn't call Kirk elite right now, and that's fine. You know, he's a good quarterback. Last year, played really good moments. He's not elite. I will use the Kyle Brandt Hall of Fame uh, way. He decides that if you have to ask the question, he's not right. He's not. If you have to ask the guys elite, he's not. So and Nate, what's your point though? That the, 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 there might not be good. all that many elites. That's the whole point. So yeah, after you get the five best quarterbacks, and you look at Tom Brady, Aaron Rodgers, maybe even Drew Brees, Russell Wilson. Like once you get to like eight through twenty. You're right. Like these it's guys, this, it's this con- constant average in the sense of the league. I'm not calling them average in life because Nate, they made them to fill in their starting quarterbacks. But, but Nate, average quarterbacks make 19 million dollars a year. He's I gonna know. get paid. 
Yes, he will. And like Tannehill is the perfect example. He gets paid like an elite quarterback. Everyone freaks out. Romo gets paid. Stafford, Cutler. Osweiler. Osweiler. Yeah. And, the, and the thing is, on the other end of it, you have a guy like Matt Ryan or Joe Flacco who forever was in that same conversation. And then they do make the leap. Mm-hmm. So if maybe you give Cousins the money and you say you are our guy. They found themselves no, 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 a nice boy. No, no. You know how many teams want to meet themselves a nice boy to marry will take care of them? And, you know, maybe occasional the 10-6 and six season, maybe you win a couple of playoff games. Having a good quarterback is good who's enough. not quote-unquote yeah. elite puts you ahead of most teams well, in the Al- league. Alex You're in great Smith. shape. Flacco Alex did it Smith. at the right time. calling though. for Alex Smith's head. Brent. Yeah. Well, Alex Smith had a lot of runs at it. And we also have a, an example in the past of when he was replaced and then found a better guy. So Alex Smith is in a different position because he's tried it so many times, and Cousins hasn't had that many shots. Here's, a- you know, there's good quarterbacks that have good regular seasons. Then there's really good quarterbacks that make it into the postseason. And then there's great quarterbacks that win Super Bowls. Mm-hmm. So – we're talking about Kirk Cousins, good quarterback, really good ones. Matt Ryan, really good. That's really, really good. Matt Stafford, Matt, Matt Ryan. Matt Stafford, really, really good. Great ones, win the Super Bowl. Okay, so do you pay great money for a good quarterback in this day and age? No. Or do you let him walk? Because the Redskins, no. what they're risking is all those guys lose their jobs if they go and they sign Mike Lennon and they go 1-15. Everyone loses sure. their it is safe to just say, all right, let's just pony up and give money to Cousins. In your heart of hearts, though, you probably know we're never winning a Super Bowl with this guy either. Even if we go 10-6. and six. We're never going to win with this guy because we couldn't win this year. Do they know that, though? Second in the league in passing, young guy, hasn't been through it year after year. They like, w- how if, do they know that they already? If they thought that, they would have paid him. You're right. There's and, and there's also there's also That's this why vision. I think they should pay him. Here's the other thing. They drafted Robert Griffin the first you know, round, second overall. They drafted him in the fourth round. They still might look at him as a fourth-round pick, even though because all the same guys are there. They might wow. look at him as, he is still our 100th overall pick. We made him. He didn't make us. And by the way, Peter said Robert Griffin in the first round. It sounded yeah. like you said Robert Griffin the first, first. his grandfather. So we're talking about Robert Griffin the third. They drafted him in the first round. In the first round, second overall. They traded <laughs> yes. a million picks for him. You know? So that one's interesting. And then the last one we talked about on the show a bunch is Garoppolo, who is the great unknown. It's the great X factor. Jimmy Graps. Jimmy Gra- Chicago Bear. What's your gut telling you, Shriggs? I think. Chicago. I don't know. I think Cousins is a Redskin next year. If I say hey, Chance a, the Rapper, I, does you it know mean what anything I like to earlier you? that Kanye. you said? Lake Michigan. Niners. These are just Chicago things? Yes. Niners. <laughs> that was so interesting to me. Garrett's popcorn. That was so interesting to me. Garrett's is good. Oh, wait, no. You said the Niners? Did you say the Niners? Today, Cousins, I said Niners. I, I like that for some reason. Well, Kyle Shanahan possible. was with him for three years in Washington. That's what I'm saying. And I did games with John Lynch. I was a sideline reporter, and John Lynch, and he gushes over Cousins. I also, I also think Deshaun Jackson yeah. finds his way back to California in Los Angeles, San Francisco. Yeah. Throwing that out there. Well, they've got – so Garcon and Deshaun Jackson, they're all free agents. All free they agents. can't bring all of them back. Nope. You've got to bring back – They lose everybody. In my head, it's you got to bring back the – Quarterback? The deep, the deep th- I don't know. Isn't Deshaun like Tavon? Like, don't they have the same guy? Like, they've got Tavon Austin, like yeah, the small little Yeah, Tavon's more like in between the hashes. That's why I said Garcon. Garcon's more like Let Garcon leave and yeah. keep – I, I, I mean, you got to Deshaun's take top off the coverage. Does he have the same right. speed as he used to? Probably not, but he's the He'll deep get ball big guy. money. Yeah, Deshaun will get big money. Deshaun Jackson. Isn't that wild? I think it's wild. So Garoppolo, nobody anybody having last thoughts on him before we wrap it up? He'll be a Patriot. You think so? Yeah, they're not letting him go anywhere. Really? Because yeah, Brady's going to be 40? He's 40, man. His, but Brady's but a vampire, up, though. He is a vampire. Deals, he does great. He does eat strawberries. Next year, so then what happens? He goes somewhere else, Nate? Like, uh, and they get nothing for it? He's no, only then, under contract another year for a million dollars. Then they pay him. They pay him backup money to, to be. He's not going to take backup money. He'll be so paid starter are money. Are you trading Brissapolo? Are you trading Brissette? No, Garoppolo doesn't want to stay there as a backup. I'm saying so. 
Yeah, I don't know. You so put the pressure on me now. Backtracking, I have no idea. He's turning twenty six next year. He's ready. It's, his it's time. time to leave the nest. It's you know what time. I mean? He's had the time on the field. See if he can fly. Brady, we got to see if he can fly. Everybody sees that they can fly. And they, all the times they land on their face, the little birdies. No, they do. Yeah, You're but right. some birds just die in the cage. You got to get out at some point. I feel point. like some of the things that we're hearing about <laughs> him, true. especially here on our own network on NFL Network, with Julian saying he's got the confidence of a far. Marvin Rogers. And really, Chris Hogan backed that up on our show, Good Morning Football, yesterday. Like it doesn't seem like he's got complacent. Let me be the backup to Tom Brady. I mean, it must be nice. Hey, I have two Super Bowl rings, and I'm lifting the Lombardi Trophy on the duck boat with Tom Brady standing right behind me. That's a wild image. But at some point, like, you've got to think he wants to get out there and do it on his own. I think people – you don't think that players are fine being backups? I think backup quarterbacks are the best game in the best position I feel like if you're on the Patriots, you're fine being a backup. If you're anywhere else, i got to get out of here. Competitive fire. You want to be the guy. 100%. I get that for sure. But I I feel like there's complacency. Why haven't we heard from Jimmy G? Like, is he the Patriot way? Like, yeah. Yeah, exactly on, that. Like if you if you really want to get paid, your agent somebody should be out there. He's not under. He's not a free agent yet. Okay, but I understand that they're talking about trading him and getting like your agent should show up somewhere. Like man, Jimmy G and wants to stay what? here. He wants to be here. He wants to be a Patriot forever. Or he he wants to get out of here. He wants to be a. Why would you cause trouble? League. He already got two rings, right? He's only making a, a million or two. Like. If you got something to say, say it. You should jump on Twitter at Jimmy G and just be like, I'm the man who wants me, that type of <laughs> no, thing. No, just listen. I, I Y'all believe that. Patriot. Believe that. He Y'all hears the rumors, it. right? Yeah, no, for sure. His agent hears the rumors, right? Sure. Like, what? What do you know? What Jimmy G wants to do? Do we all know? Does he? Does he want to remain? He, it's a not backup? up to him right now. We don't know anything about He's that. Under contract I get it. with the Patriots. But somebody it's tampering should ask him if he does anything. Uh, his agent should say something. Okay. Good stuff, guys. We'll Nate, see you guys. You want to be an agent? I do. Do you? That 3% makes a lot of money. You, me, and David Maines, the paper distributor. Oh, yeah, David Maines. He's 126 on the list or something. We get people jobs in Good Morning Football. We're quite good at that. All right, we're going to see you guys each and every morning. NFL Network, great guests. It's the offseason, so players will be funneling in and out. It'll be a revolving door and a lot of fun. You guys can download us. Where, Nate? NFL.com slash podcast. Also, iTunes, Google Play, and Stitcher. You go into your shower feeling tired, but as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day and smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. Whether you're a savvy spender maximizing your savings with cashback rewards, a thrifty rate watcher seeking the lowest interest, or a travel enthusiast looking for extraordinary perks, Kemba Financial Credit Union has a visa to complement your lifestyle and unique needs. Apply today at Kemba.org to unlock a limited-time 2% cashback on purchases. And pay 0% interest on balance transfers for an entire year with a new visa from Kemba. You deserve a card that works for you. Restrictions apply. Offer ends June 30th, 2024. Live Nation presents Concert Week. Now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Celeste Barber, Dirk Bentley, Fade, Hootie and the Blowfish, Janet Jackson, Kids Bob Kids, Megan Trainor, Bissell Puma, Sarah McLaughlin. Get tickets to more than 5,000 summer shows for just $25. Until now through May 14th. Visit LiveNation.com slash Concert to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul, Sum 41, 30 Seconds to Mars, oh, and Two Door Cinema Club.